Hi, Michelle here. I'm going to tell you a story. Last year, I decided to take a staycation. I just finished working on a documentary about Botox and needed a break. I'm sitting in a cafe, having brunch, headphones in, trying to avoid checking my emails. Listening to a podcast where they're discussing trustonomics. Yeah, I know. I dropped my spork. I reached down to pick it up and realised I've forgotten my anklet. Must have left it at the motel. Oh no, I say out loud. A waiter appears. I explain what's happened. Ah, I see, he says, and disappears. A few minutes later, he returns. Bloody Mary mocktail on the house. Chillax. It's Twixmas. You may have spotted the odd portmanteau in that story. In fact, there are more than 10 and less than 15. You can go back and count them. I love words and language and was curious about portmanteaus. What are these words? Where do they come from? And how do they find themselves in modern day language use? I did what any sensible person does when searching for the answers to those questions. I consulted a lovely, smart and knowledgeable academic to tell me. Here is our expert on all things words, Jenny Lewin-Jones. I'm Jenny Lewin-Jones and I'm a lecturer in sociology at the University of Worcester and my background is in languages, language learning and teaching and sociolinguistics. So I bring together a fascination with languages, how people use languages, but also how that interacts with our social relationships. Lovely. Great to meet you. Um, So now we're talking about portmanteaus. So Jenny, what is a portmanteau? Right. Well, the actual word portmanteau is a borrowing from French and it comes literally from the words for carrying a cloak or like a coat. And it goes back to the days of very big travelling trunks that were kind of two halves that snapped together for carrying people's cloaks on long journeys And then um, the author Lewis Carroll um, applied this word to linguistic coinages. Um, People have probably heard about um, Alice in Wonderland and then the follow-up Alice Through the Looking Glass. And it was in Alice Through the Looking Glass that the poem Jabberwocky appears, which is full of invented words by Carol, such as slithy. And Humpty Dumpty explains to Alice that slithy is a combination of lithe and slimy and says it's like a portmanteau, two meanings packed into one word. Mole rats don't grey. That's enough to begin with. 
Um, you don't be interrupted. There are plenty of hard words there. Brillig means four o'clock in the afternoon. The time when you begin broiling things for dinner. That'll do very well, said Alice. And Slithy? Well, Slithy means lithe and slimy. Lithe is the same as active. You see, it's like a portmanteau. There are two meanings packed up into one word. I see it now, Alice remarked thoughtfully. And what are toves? Well, toves are something like badgers. Something I'm like surprised that certain words are a portmanteau mainly because they've been around for so long. I think that's a really interesting point, though, that portmanteau words or blends, they're not actually a new 21st century phenomenon. The Oxford English Dictionary is a fascinating source of looking up words because they give you the first evidence of a particular word in the written language. It doesn't mean that was the first time the word was used, but it's the first evidence. So, for example, brunch, yes. a blend of breakfast and lunch. My favourite portmanteau. They give the first attested use in 1895. This is a really long phenomenon. Some of these words have been around much longer than we might think. Sometimes they are, you might call, sort of literal hybrids, like in fashion or in food, like jeggings. Right. You know, are they jeans? Are they leggings? Or kroner? Is it a croissant? Is it a donut? Um, but I think we've also seen a big boom in these through technological advances and um, new technologies like, say, vlog or podcast, and they then spawn all kinds of associated words. So what might start as a noun, a vlog, then you get a vlogger or you get vlogging, you get to vlog. So it's the sort of creativity around the language. Um, so I think, yeah, we are seeing many more of these kind of words now because as society changes, there are gaps in the English language. There's some sort of new phenomenon or new technology, new product, and we need a new word for it. My name is Michelle and my name is Julia and I have an Etsy shop. So this series I'm doing is all about the power of a portmanteau and of course the world has gone Barbenheimer crazy. Barbenheimer was really this unexpected word. I don't think anybody was expecting two movies to get like merged like this and have such a a big movement you know what I mean? This yeah. one just feels that it's got a life of its own. It does. Have right. you seen the movie? Yeah, I have seen both. Which which no? one do you like best? So it was so different that I cannot choose. I lo I loved both. So far, I've only seen Barbie. Oh, did you like it? I loved it so much. <laughs> I don't have a very pink wardrobe, though. 
to you? Well, yeah, I actually, um, so if you've seen my Etsy, maybe you know that I like crocheting. And so I made my own outfit with um, Barbenheimer themed. So it was like pink and black. So it was really good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, you, you crocheted your own outfit. Yeah, I did. It was a top and then just black pants. But yeah, I was so excited about it. <laughs> One of the things I hadn't considered until Barbenheimer came along really was just how much merchandise. Yeah, just Google it anywhere or just search for it on Etsy. And there's like shirts or magnets or bracelets. There's so much merchandise. When I made the Barbenheimer um, keychain, well, it's just Barbie, but I, I was looking at different patterns for bracelets to make a Barbenheimer one. And I still haven't found one, but I'll make one because they really, like, there's a lot of merch and people are really getting it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And how lovely to catch you when you're at the start of your <laughs> Thank you. crochet shopping journey. <laughs> <laughs> a portmanteau what happens there that a portmanteau is suddenly thrown into social discourse and language i think this has also got this connects a bit with the rise of the portmanteau because like lewis carroll deliberately coining words as an author that might be how some words were originally created, but with the rise of social media and phenomenon like the online urban dictionary, anybody can create a word, see a gap. Um, and sometimes the dictionaries put shout outs saying there's this particular phenomenon. Can anybody come up with a good word for it? Um, that happened with, I don't know whether you know the word fubbing, the blend of phone and snubbing, when two people are together physically, um, but one of them ignores the other one and gives all their attention to their phone. Um, It's it's more common in Australia, and actually it was the Australian Macquarie Dictionary in 2012 put a shout-out for what do we call this new social habit? Um, And people could write in with suggestions, and one of them was fubbing, and that was the word that the dictionary chose. Do you have a favourite portmanteau? The only one I know is brunch, to be honest. I'm Can't just trying think. to think, actually. Uh, uh, what others would there be? Um, oh, blimey. Staycations. Oh, right, something yeah. like that. Uh, that's anklet. When two characters in a soap are together, they sort of blend their names, like in Home and Away, there was Hunter and Olivia, and they called them Huntivia. Manchester yeah. United used to call the midfield pairing McFred because it was Fred and McTominay. So when they were together, they were called McFred. So that would be one. Oh, now that's a new... I didn't know that. That's quite a good one, that wasn't it? Yeah, between Mugs and Manchester United fraternity, yeah. Are you a Man United fan? Yes. Any more portmanteaus that you think you've thought of? Sometimes if you've got, like, a shopping block, might have, like, 
KFC and Burger King, some people might call it KFC King or something like that. I've heard people refer, oh, we're going to KFC King, because some of them might go to Burger King and their mates might go to KFC. I have heard that before. One of the most famous ones must be Brexit then. Oh, of course, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 Thanks right. a lot. That was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Cheers. Glad it's not raining for you. Yeah, Do you feel that language is being altered because of social media? People always change language. There have always been kind of people bemoaning the fact that language changes. But, I mean, it just happens. One of the phenomena that I think is quite interesting is seeing different languages being incorporated. For example, there was one word, plogging, which actually comes from Swedish. And it means people who go out jogging but pick up litter while they do so. Yes. And the first bit is from the Swedish word um, that is to do with picking up. I'd be interested to see if we get more of a rise of this kind of multilingual blends. If you have a list of your favourite portmanteaus in your head. I've got one that I thought was a, as, as a sort of clever coinage, which is the adjective hangry, the blend of hungry and angry. That fulfilled a little emotional word need in the language. So I thought that was that was quite a clever one. <laughs> yeah. Jenny, thank you. I really appreciate your time. It's been lovely yeah, to talk. I love, I love talking about words, I think. Uh, really fascinating topic. Thank you for inviting me. You're so, so welcome.